Welcome to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. It is Thursday, June 22nd. Thursday morning, we get to check in with our friends for a special edition with Lutheran Senior Services. In studio with me, my Thursday co-host, Anne-Marie Wallace from LSS Living Lutheran Senior Services. Good morning, Anne-Marie. Good morning, Andy. Yes, I'm very excited. We get to be in studio with you three weeks in a row. How fun. So I get to see you every week. And last week, well, we weren't even in studio. We were out on the road. We were at Laclede Groves, for those of you who are joining us. Laclede Groves Senior Living Community in Webster Groves, Missouri. We had some great food, but I think the most exciting part was <laughs> we had some puppies and it was amazing. It was amazing. And lots of cute, snuggly pictures mm-hmm. on Facebook. Uh, go to the LSS webs our Facebook page mm-hmm. and uh, Facebook. see some Com pictures and videos. Slash Lutheran Senior Services. Um, we started a partnership with the APA of Missouri. Our residents are going to be fostering some puppies. And I'm so excited to say that Theodore and Meadow, the two puppies that LaClee Groves is fostering, there is a list, you know, being taken for adoption. So they're going to have a forever home. And it's actually some of our staff members at LaClee Groves <laughs> um, that have fallen in love with them. So that was such a great day. But like I said, we're super excited to be here in studio with you for another great episode. A reminder for everyone listening, we Facebook live our our time here at KFUO. So you can see what's happening right here in the studio by going to www.facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services. We'll give them a nice big wave right there. Hey guys, joining us. And uh, yeah, we're in for some fun treats today. We have some some really engaging stories and guests to talk about a fun topic and an important topic too for for people of all ages particularly we're going to be looking at children and youth today mm-hmm. and uh, why they serve in the way that they do particularly at LSS thanks to our, our friends at Concordia University Wisconsin for supporting faith and family find them on our website kfuo.org look for Concordia University Wisconsin in the sponsor section volunteering well if we're going to talk about volunteering with uh, LSS no better person to talk to than Christy Bull. I know. Ta-da. I, we bringing back Christy Bull. Um, she is our director of volunteer and community engagement at Lutheran Senior Services. She's been on here a few times. So for many of you, um, she's a voice that she'll recognize. Um, but she has over 10 years of experience in, in volunteerism. And really, I mean, talk about... Every day, Christy gets to help other people make an impact in the lives of older adults. So, Christy, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Always fun to be here. I, You know, all week long, uh, I got to hear Christy's voice announcing today's program, too. Yeah. Every time I'd hear it, I'd look to see where Christy is. Is she? Where is she? She's <laughs> hiding under the studio desk. That was actually kind of fun. Well, it was a very nice announcement and, and excited. It got me all the more excited about uh, talking about volunteers and with volunteers as well. What would you say? is is the draw for many who who volunteer with LSS why why do they want to step up and and, and come volunteer and and we'll talk about the many ways you can volunteer at LSS too I would say the number one thing that I hear from people of why they volunteer is that they want to make a difference mm-hmm. um, people are just enthralled in their communities and we have 21 senior living communities so surrounding those communities, People just want to give back. And I am just flabbergasted every day at the amount of calls I get, emails I get, hits on our website of people that just want to serve. So I wish I could say it was something that we were doing, but these people just, (laughs) oh, it's just amazing. It's just absolutely amazing. What are, as you talk with people who who volunteer, if you talk with the, the volunteers of LSS, what is it that they share about their experience in volunteering that they find to be the benefits of volunteering? Well... For many of them, 
they they volunteer to help others, but at the end of the day, they'll tell me the benefits that it does for them, mm-hmm. and that's what I think keeps them coming back and coming back. So, you know, the health benefits, just keeping them going and keeping them active, you know, the social engagement, uh, meeting other people, people from different backgrounds, learning about them, you know, especially our older adults. They have so many years of wisdom to share and experiences and stories, so volunteers of all ages will tell me that it's it's what they get back, and, and so many times also, it's about making a difference. You know, they can see when they come into an LSS community and plant a flower bed that they can see the fruits of their labor Mm -hmm. when they leave and when they drive back by they see how good it looks and that the residents are able to go outside and enjoy that so yeah just what they do for others but then also what it does for them it's a win-win well, and on top of that, Christy, I know that you have some volunteers who do one-time events, mm-hmm. but then also the volunteers that build relationships with our residents and, and continually come back and are basically repeat volunteers, that that has a huge impact as well. Absolutely. We we love both kinds. Uh, last year, statistically, we had about 80% of our volunteers just come one time, and we're going to meet some of those awesome volunteers today. But for that other 20%, those are people that give of their time to, to make a difference on a continual basis. Mm-hmm. So whether they come every Friday to a community and um, assist with taking residents to chapel or every Saturday afternoon to call bingo or once a month to work in our swimming pools to teach an exercise class. These are people <laughs> who just... They love it and they keep coming back. But I love them all. You know, you come once with us, you come every week, you come twice a month, I'll take you. When it comes to youth volunteering yes. at LSS, would you say that... Uh, I would guess that that at least some percentage of the youth that come to volunteer are volunteering because they have some requirement or obligation to meet, whether it's, you know, for an organization at school or something else. They they need some volunteer hours. They need some experience mm-hmm. volunteering. So they look around, they find LSS as a, a place to volunteer. They come and volunteer. And then what happens? The, the, I, I'm gathering some of them have a good, ex- probably many of them have a good experience and learn something and yes. end up learning that they enjoy it. Yes, absolutely. And I'm actually a testament to that. So I was a kid who, um, my dad was a pastor. And so every Sunday afternoon, we would go to a nursing home and visit or shut-ins and we would visit people. And I just fell in love with it. And I see that over and over again with our youth today. Even if they don't come back to serve at LSS, it's instilling you know, the act of service within them. And it makes them want to give back in other ways to other organizations or in their community. So um, I see it all the time. I hear from teachers, youth group leaders, pastors, um, Girl Scout troop leaders, how many how many have come and volunteered with us, the benefits that they see from those kids and the difference that it, it makes in them. You know, changes their character, teaches them responsibility. I've seen kids come in to volunteer that were so shy when they got there. <laughs> By the time I'm done with them after two or three hours, Andy, they're just like, talking to people and, you know, um, sharing food with them. And, you know, it it is amazing what it can make a difference in a kid's life. If someone wants to serve as a volunteer, what do they need to know about serving? Obviously with the contact information, that sort of thing, but what can they expect when they come in to volunteer at an LSS community? Okay. Well, I'm glad you asked because LSS being a nonprofit in the St. Louis area, um, not every nonprofit can handle youth volunteerism. Sometimes they have sensitivity in what it is that their mission is or what they're doing, but we are so 
fortunate that senior leadership at LSS welcomes youth. And I'm glad they do because our residents super love it. So um, to be a youth volunteer with LSS, if you're under the age of 18, you have to have a parent sign a release form. If you're going to come in and volunteer with us just one time as a group, as a youth volunteer, you need a guardian with you. So for every four to six youth, I need a parent or a guardian or a driver or someone with them to help me corral them. Um, If they're going to come (laughs) on a regular basis, which a lot of them do, we got a lot of great kids, like you said, that might start out needing service hours, but they'll want to keep continuing to come back. If they want to come on a regular basis, if they're 16 or over, they do have to go through a background check. And everyone who comes regularly with us also has to go through an orientation, a little mini interview, if you will. So it's teaching them a lot of job skills and and just communication skills that they're going to need later when they're going to apply for colleges or if they're in college as a youth volunteer, also when they go out to apply for a real job in the real world. So um, that's basically what it is, an hour-long orientation. Um, I'm pretty easy to talk to. I'm pretty easy to get along (laughs) with. So uh, don't be afraid to uh, call me. My number is 314-262-8206. Or you can visit our website at lssliving.org slash volunteering for all of our opportunities, and you can apply right there online. And Christy, now would be a great time to jump in. It's the summer. Kids are out of school. Um, you know, they might be doing a few activities there, but for a lot of them, they now have a great opportunity and time to really jump in and experience volunteering. So, are there any opportunities this summer that are coming up where they could join in? Oh, absolutely. All of our communities are hosting big events like barbecues and, you know, fundraising events and just, you know, we have a golf tournament coming up. Mm -hmm. There's lots of fun things. We have big Saturday events. We just had Mother's Day and Father's Day, but there's also just lots of big things that I could use groups of youth to come in. And it doesn't just matter um, if you're located near one of our communities. For instance, next week, we have uh, about 350 youth from the East Coast who are coming to the St. Louis area. They're going to be staying at a local Lutheran, or I'm sorry, local Catholic high school, but they're going to be visiting a lot of our Lutheran sites while they're here and many other nonprofits while they're here. So we're splitting them up into groups of 10. They're going out to do things like work in flower beds or paint lawn chair furniture or, you know, just whatever I could come up with them. But so it doesn't even matter if you're located near one of our communities. Also, I want to put a plug in. Not always can kids come or find transportation to come and volunteer, Mm -hmm. right? You know, a lot of parents are both working, but we have kids who will go out and do drives um, in their neighborhoods or at their schools or at their churches to collect goods for our seniors. We serve thousands, I would say between one and 2,000 older adults in the metro area who are low income. So I've had students go out and collect things like toiletries, um, little chocolate bars, uh, you know, things that will brighten a senior's day. So maybe they can't physically go there and volunteer, but they can make a difference in a senior's life by collecting those things out in their neighborhoods. And when Christy says low income, Andy, we're talking less than $12,000 a year. Mm-hmm. That's all they have there. Um, and that's that's such a great need that volunteers can can help fulfill those real physical needs um, that from anywhere, Christy was saying. So whether you're right. listening here in St. Louis or maybe you're in Portland, Oregon or Santa Fe, New Mexico, you can do something to make an impact in the life of an older adult. Absolutely. For instance, Veterans Day coming up this fall, um, no matter where you're located, you could make um, something for our veterans, uh, whether it's just a card that says thank you for your service or, you know, just something patriotic for them. And you can and I can work with you on sending that to me. I could get that from you. But you you would be amazed at how they just light up our seniors light up when they receive something, even if it's in the mail. They love it. Mm-hmm. 
I'm glad you mentioned that that groups travel from whether it's a, a youth group or a, a, maybe a school group that is traveling for a special trip. What a great thing to add to your trip. Maybe some are coming here to the St. Louis area for a servant event or for a history tour or something like that. Add a day uh, hanging out at, at one of the LSS communities to uh, to serve in a variety of ways. I'm glad you mentioned some of the things that they did around the, the community as well, landscaping and things like that, right. cleaning up the grounds mm-hmm. and things like that to, to help that. That help keep the the community bright and beautiful. They're always bright and beautiful. Yeah, I think that's a great benefit. I mean, we can accommodate one person who wants to volunteer, and we can accommodate large groups as well. Christy, you've got you know great people within our senior living communities, our affordable housing locations that can help coordinate and do all that. So it's really a great benefit for everyone. Absolutely, and you don't have to give up your whole day. You can come for an hour. You can come for two hours. You know, I've had kids bring their lunch and have lunch with the seniors, maybe do a half a day. So, I mean, really, we will work with you, your your youth, um, to whatever you're available for. We will try to work something out. Now you're talking my language. Have lunch. I know, yeah. I know. So, ultimately, I just... Not only, yes, is it benefiting our older adults and Lutheran Senior Services? Oh, you betcha it is. I mean, last year alone, I think Christy was saying 75,000 hours of volunteer time were donated. That's something that we at Lutheran Senior Services love. We take to heart. We couldn't do mm-hmm. part of our mission without our volunteers, like hands down. Um, but it all comes back to it's also beneficial for those who are volunteering. Christy was talking about, you know, it's a resume builder if you're in college. Um, It's also great skills building as well. And so really volunteering in general, especially when you start at a a young age, just has such a long-lasting impact. Absolutely. My son actually just got back from a service uh, trip last week in Idaho, and he was kind of like, where are we going? What are we doing? But I tell you what, he came home, he knew how to chop wood. (laughs) <laughs> she knew how to trim trees. I mean, you're you're learning skills that, you know. Uh, Congratulations, son. There are plenty of trees around know, here. <laughs> I'm like, in our state, trimming. So, yeah. But, yeah, you never know what you're going to learn or what experience you're going to have. And I'm so excited to share some of our volunteers that are here today and let them just talk to you hands, you know, first person about what it's meant to them. Have you heard from other parents of youth volunteers, youth and children who volunteer at LSS? Have you heard from them? What have they had to say about their kids who've served as volunteers at LSS? Oh, it's it's been a very, very positive response. Um, the parents sometimes like to come with them because they're engaged with them. We have a lot of um, families that will bring their pet, um, you know, you name it. We just... It's been very, very positive. They can see the difference in their kids. And quite frankly, like our promo said, hit it gets them off the couch. And I have three kids at home, so I know what they're doing. They're texting. <laughs> uh, they're on Netflix, right? If my kids are watching, I know what they're doing. So um, it gets them out in the community and face-to-face with other people. So it's just a win-win. Excellent. What's the phone number again to uh, to become a volunteer? Find out more about volunteering with LSS. It is 314-262-8206. I feel like we need that across the screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the screen. Well, we will definitely make sure that yeah. out on Facebook, we'll post something later today that has that contact information, as well as the link to volunteering on our website, lssliving.org slash volunteering. But we'll make sure to put that information back up there. But mm. one of the things, Andy, in coming today, I mean, Chrissy and I could sit here all day <laughs> long and talk about volunteering <laughs> and its great benefits, but kind of straight from the horse's mouth, we wanted to bring on some of our volunteers as well. Um, and so I I think 
we've got someone on the line here who's mm-hmm. ready. And I'm actually going to go set up our next guest after that as well. So I'll leave you two here. Um, but we've got some great partnerships and we're really excited to introduce this next one. Christy, give me a little heads up. Who are we, who are we going to learn from today about volunteering at LSS? Well, depending on who Jenny got a hold of, we um, have we have both uh, Debbie and Leslie today. Oh, okay, awesome! So you guys are going to get to talk to um, the owner and the director at Little Guppy Early Childhood Center. They have two locations: one in St. Charles and one in O'Fallon. Um, Little Guppy has been instrumental in volunteering at our location out in St. Charles County called Breeze Park. Gosh, I think they've been there probably four or five times. They were actually there just this week, and I think we're going to make it so that you can see some of the pictures of their visit this week. But what I love about Little Guppy is that um, when they make field trips for their kids, they make them very intentional about where they're going. So they are very um, strong advocates for community engagement. So I love that. And uh, they have little preschoolers that come and just our residents love. And then and they have summer campers too. So you don't want to hear from me. Let's talk to them and kind of see uh, what they have to say. Very good. Joining us by phone now, Debbie and Leslie from Little Guppy. Good morning. How are you guys? Great. Thanks so much for joining us today and sharing with us about uh, partnering with LSS. What was uh, chief for you in in beginning this partnership with LSS and the the idea of of volunteering? Um, I think, well, we were very blessed to have Christy kind of reach out to us um, because as early childhood educators, we understand that there's a there's a huge need for creating a sense of community. Um, it plays an important role in our, our small kiddos' development um, and really helps with their feeling of belonging and security. And when Chrissy reached out to us and said, hey, you know, I have this opportunity. Would you like to get the kiddos out to uh, Breeze Park? And we were just really delighted because it, it not only um, benefits our kids, but I think it benefits, it's mutually beneficial, rather. Um, and it's it's... It's been a wonderful partnership, and our kids really, really enjoy it. What have you heard from parents regarding the the kids uh, visiting and and playing games and interacting with the residents of LSS? I think they've um, really appreciated the fact that we are taking the children out into the community to do some of those volunteer um, services. I would say also with today, as much as uh, as families are um, kind of transplanted all over the the continent, all over the world, really, um, you know, we don't have three generations of families together. Grandmas and grandpas can be miles away from family members, um, from grandchildren. So this connection in a senior living community can help, uh, I think, provide those meaningful relationships across generations, particularly for young people. Is that what you're seeing in your experience with Little Guppy? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I just have to share too, Andy, when Little Guppy was at Breeze Park earlier this week, we had um, the kids brought in a life story of themselves. And, you know, it was so cute. Like, I was born in 2010, and the residents were just like, wow, that's crazy. (laughs) But then they had the residents share their life story, and you should have just seen the interaction between the two of them, what they were learning from each other, um, just how much it meant. And over and over, the seniors just kept saying, thank you so much for coming. I think it's just a sense of, you know letting them go back to when they were a kid. And a lot of them did share that, you know, hey, my grandkids live all the way in Hawaii and I don't get to spend a lot of time with them. So it just meant so much. What are, Debbie or Leslie, what are some of the activities that uh, the kids really enjoy doing with residents at LSS? 
Um, they've been there um, previously to sing. We've been there in Halloween costumes. Um, we've sent cards as well um, to the residents. So they've just really um, done a variety of different uh, things for the residents. What is, what's their favorite? Mm, I, I would say just the crafts and the, you know, the activities that they do with them um, when they do come to visit. The crafts and, and, and interaction. Outstanding. What, uh, Christy, from your perspective, what are the advantages of having little ones like this from Little Guppy uh, serving as volunteers? How is that different? What do they bring that, that perhaps some of our older volunteers might not bring? Well, kind of like when Anne-Marie was talking earlier about the puppies being on Facebook last week, <laughs> I think little kids have that same effect. I mean, Andy, you have a three-year-old. When you come home from work, what does that mean when he, like, stretches out his arms and reaches out to dad? I or, mean, come or on. Or runs in the opposite direction. Or runs. Right? Or runs. That's true. Yeah. Oh, dad's home. Yeah. Um, but no, there's just something about little kids that just that innocence and that just they're so easy to please and they're so happy and I don't know they're just it just brings a sense of hope to the older adults and I just think they just love to see those little kids they could get up there and sing Mary had a little lamb and the kid and the residents are just like that's awesome so I mean the residents too just absolutely love it and the Halloween costumes when you know Leslie and Debbie were talking about that I mean they are darling when they come around with their little candy buckets and stuff oh the residents eat it up I would say by having young children around, we're reminded of some simpler things in life yes. for which we can be grateful as yes. well. Like you said, singing a simple song and uh, thinking, wow, that was pretty good. Right. And it's just a simple song. Right, right. It's just a few minutes out of your day. I mean, mm -hmm. even the kids are only there an hour, hour and a half. Those residents talk about it all day and sometimes even for the days to come. Oh, those little cute. Johnny was so cute and he hugged me goodbye. And, you know, just that touch, too. I mean, we haven't talked about that. But when, you know, those little kids leave and they give, you know, the seniors a hug, um, sense a touch that they might not have gotten all day that day, uh, the one-on-one -on -one that they might not have had a visit from, it reminds them of how important that is to them. So just, just awesome. We love little Guppy. What a great connection. Well, what is, uh, what's up next for Little Guppy? Do they have a, another visit scheduled in the near future? Oh, let's see. They were just there this week. And this week was a unique visit because their summer campers were there this week. So we had kids from 6 to 12. Is that right, Leslie and Debbie? That is correct. Yeah. So normally we have the preschoolers because throughout the year we had them come during the day. But this was really cool. So we put the older kids to work in a different way this week. We even have them, we gave them microphones and they were calling trivia and, you know, made them feel like a real activities associate. So uh, I don't know. When do you guys want to come back? I would say in the fall we should uh, have our um, preschoolers come. Let's do it. All right. I'll call you. Sounds great. <laughs> Debbie and Leslie from Little Guppy, thank you so much for sharing your story today, and thanks for uh, being a part of our program. Thank you for having us on. Absolutely. Thanks, girls. We're going to talk with, uh, with more volunteers, more kids and youth who volunteer with uh, LSS in just a little bit. I want to give that phone number again for those who might be interested in volunteering with LSS. Sure. It's 314-262-8206 or lssliving.org slash volunteering. And I gather if there are organizations like, you know, Little Guppy, uh, Early Education, Early Childhood, um, if there are other organizations like that, you're the person to get in touch to, uh, with as well to uh, to get your, your daycare early childhood center connected to come serve at an LSS community. Absolutely. From preschoolers all the way to college age students. We have a lot of fraternities, sororities, um, honor society students. Yes. If you'll contact me, I kind of have that we have 28 volunteer coordinators throughout LSS, but I can kind of gear them to the right locations based on where they're located and what they actually want to do. So, yes. 
And speaking of locations, LSS has communities all around yes. St. Louis, Central Missouri, even and, and Central Illinois as well. Um, tell us, uh, are are these uh, all the the senior living communities? Are any volunteers help at, at affordable housing? Yes, actually. Um, we have a group coming in next week at one of our affordable housing locations that are going to spruce up all of the landscaping. Then they're also going to help with an exercise class. So they won't have to teach it, but it's funny how when you get a student next to an older adult and, and starting to do chair exercises and things like that and engage them, how much it motivates the older adult, um, which can, you know, we know what the benefits are of exercising. So yes, absolutely our affordable housing. I'm, they are very open to having youth. In fact, um, starting this fall, we have a lot of college students that are going to be helping out at affordable housing. Maryville University's physical therapy program. So we've got grad students, which I can still consider youth, Andy, because I'm getting old, um, are going to be coming to our two of our affordable housing locations um, to do physical therapy assessments. So these are teaching those students who are getting ready to go out in the workforce how to work with older adults. So yes, Preschoolers through college age, we'll take you. Call me. We'll we'll find something for you. So meaningful skills that uh, soft skills that that are helpful when looking at future careers, but also meaningful relationships. It sounds like as well, especially for yes. those returning volunteers. Well, we have more. We're going to meet more volunteers when we come back in just a little bit. If you're listening and watching on Facebook Live, uh, stick around. We'll see the studio and some of the studio guests here on Facebook Live as well. We're talking with our friends from LSS Lutheran Senior Services about serving as volunteers at any age. You're listening to Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO. Concordia University, Wisconsin and Mequon overlooks a half mile of beautiful Lake Michigan shoreline. CUW campus is located 15 miles north of Milwaukee with over 70 undergraduate majors, 28 graduate degree programs and doctorate programs in pharmacy, physical therapy, occupational therapy and nursing practice. CUW offers online learning and accelerated learning at one of nine Wisconsin centers and one in St. Louis. Traditional or accelerated education, CUW has the program for you. CUW.edu. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Can you imagine the world without Judy Garland? The way she sang Over the Rainbow and The Wizard of Oz has touched generations. But she was almost aborted. Sid Luft, Garland's former husband, recalled before he died that her parents, Ethel and Frank Gum, weren't happy with another pregnancy and wanted to have an abortion. So they went to a friend for advice who was a medical student friend told them to go home and have their third child. So they did, and a star was literally born. Ironically, Judy Garland went on to play a leading role in the remake of the film, A Star is Born. There have been 60 million abortions in America. It makes you wonder how many beautiful songs were left unsung because the voices were silenced by abortion. For more information, visit our website at lifeissues.org and stay informed more informed than you've ever been. Does your church need help to discover its true mission? Hi, this is Rich Robertson, President and CEO of the Lutheran Church Extension Fund. It happens to all of us. At some point in our lives, we get distracted, confused, or maybe even burned out, and eventually we lose focus. 
So it's nice to know at times like these that you have a partner at LCEF. Our ministry support services can help your church clarify its mission so it enjoys sustained health and growth. Learn more at www.lcef.org. Thursday on Issues Etc., we'll talk with Terry Mattingly about the move from liberalism to secularism. On Christ in the Old Testament, we'll discuss Psalm 91 with Pastor Brian Ketchelmeyer. And on Friday, we'll revisit the presentation of the Augsburg Confession with Pastor Paul McCain of Concordia Publishing House. Issues Etc., live weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 on KFUO. I'm Kip Allen, host of Let's Talk, The Pastor is In. Friday's guest is Philip Zielinski of St. Paul Lutheran Church in Valley City, Ohio. Pastor Zielinski and I are going to have a casual little chat, and we'd love to have you join us on the front porch. Call us anywhere in North America at 0800-730-2727 or email us at letstalk at kfuo.org. Let's Talk, Friday at 2 p.m. Central on Worldwide KFUO. Listening to Faith and Family, I'm Andy Bates. Are you finding that you're bored? Don't know what to do with your time this summer? Maybe you're a maybe you're a high school student, middle school student. Maybe you've got a house full of kids looking for something to do. And what better way to utilize that time, that gift of time? Get out and serve as a volunteer with LSS, Lutheran Senior Services. Communities all around the St. Louis area, Central Illinois, uh, in Missouri as well, Central Missouri, communities all over uh, here in the Midwest, and great ways to serve. We've been learning about that, and we have more to learn about from some real life volunteers with LSS. We have in studio our regular lineup here for Thursdays. We have Anne-Marie Wallace and Christy Bull, who uh, who leads all the volunteers for LSS, Lutheran Senior Services, and and we've brought along, brought into studio today two volunteers who serve with LSS, Chase and Skylar. Skylar, good morning. Good morning. Glad to have you in studio. Chase, good morning. Good morning. Now, you, you all are a part of CARE Camp. Tell us a, a little bit about uh, what you do at CARE, K-A-R-E. So at CARE Camp, we go around and we volunteer for multiple organizations, stuff uh, like stuff like animals, elderly uh, children with disabilities and uh, environment and a lot of things like that. Have you, what what do you enjoy most about uh, being a part of Care Camp, Skylar? I really like Care Camp because it's just, it makes me happy to see people smile. And when we go around and help people, they always smile. And it's just a fun opportunity to get to volunteer different places in the community. What uh, what grade are you going into next year, Skylar? I'm going into 10th grade. 10th grade. And you, Chase? I'm going into 7th grade. All right. So 7th and 10th grade. What, uh, what would you like to say about your first visit to uh, LSS community? I believe you visited Rose Hill House. Is that right? Uh, yes, I did. What did you do on your visit to Rose Hill House? So when we got there, they took us into this room where they had a TV set up, and we got to play Wii Bowling uh, <laughs> with all of the seniors, and it was a lot of fun. Now, was this was were you familiar with Wii Bowling before you had done this? Uh, I think I'd only played Wii Bowling maybe once before, but all of them were really into it, and they had a big competition going, and it was really fun to get to be a part of it. How about you, Chase? Were you involved uh, in the Wii Bowling? I was not a part of the Wii Bowling, but... 
I've been to Rose Hill. We decorated for uh, Valentine's Day, I think. Uh, yeah, Valentine's Day. What was we your decorated. job in decorating? Uh, we made little hearts to hang up around the halls and everything out there. Uh, we didn't exactly get to meet a lot of the elders because they were at lunch. But, but you got to decorate yeah. and uh, get the place all festive for them. Yeah. Every once in a while here in the studio, you can hear this rumbling sound. <laughs> and that would be the, the fellow volunteers, your fellow volunteers from Care Camp, who are just outside the studio, uh, live on the plaza here, uh, who are jumping and cheering because they are so excited to be here today and tell your story about being volunteers with Care Camp. I know. I think we've got like... 20 students standing out there they're cheering and yelling and obviously you can't hear them too much because we're in we're in a soundproof room but I can kind of pick up on their jumping I feel like I'm on the Today Show Andy and there's like all these people in the plaza this is so cool what would you say in your uh, you had a chance to meet uh, Skylar you had a chance to meet some of the residents and, and visit with them while you were wee bowling yes what um what would you say you learned? Did you learn anything from the residents uh, that you get to weeble with? Well, I just thought it was so nice how they were all, like, even though they were older, they were still all really energetic and happy to be there. And so that kind of was, like, inspiring, you know? They were just still happy. So, so you mentioned having fun. You mentioned earlier you were kind of new to wee bowling. So who taught who? <laughs> who taught who? Were they Actually, teaching you? Yep, the seniors ended up teaching me how to bowl. So Now in the tournament, who who performed better? Uh it was <laughs> It kind of depended. I mean, a lot of the kids had played before, mm -hmm. so they were doing pretty well. But the seniors, they had a competition. I think it was weekly, so they just they were doing really well. So, how did you rank in the competition? Do you remember? Uh, I was not the lowest, but I also was not up at the top. <laughs> <laughs> a place in the middle is a great spot exactly. to be, yes. um, and I'm sure they they really enjoyed you know hanging out with you and and the friendships that we formed here. I mean, do you guys would you like to go back and visit them? Yeah, I definitely want to go back sometime and see them again. Yeah, it sounds really fun. Now, Chase, you, you last time you went, you decorated for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, was that the only time you, you've been to, uh, to Rose Hill House? not been to Rose Hill another time, but I went to another senior center, and we played uh, board games and, like, lawn games with them and then had lunch. That was very fun. Now, what is what's your best board game? What are you, what's your strength? Um, I really like Sorry and uh, the Game of Life are one oh, of my favorite classics. So, you guys do care camp. It sounds like you have tons of fun. I mean, what do you tell your friends that you know that you do, and do you encourage them to come volunteer with you? Uh, yeah, I. I've told my friends all about Care Camp, and I just think it's a really great experience for volunteering, and you get to meet new people, and everyone's really nice, and it's just nice to help out people in need. So I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, and I have a lot of my friends are back there. <laughs> are they jumping? <laughs> jumping they around back there. And uh, this, this is a lot of their first years, but this is my third year, so I've been able to tell them about it previously. What would you say, Chase, about serving as a volunteer with uh, with LSS Senior Living Communities, you know, being a, a care camp volunteer? What would you say to others who um, who are thinking maybe, eh, I don't have much to do this summer. Is that something I'd like to do? Uh, yeah, definitely. They, I would tell them that it's really fun helping everything, but the elderly, they're always so uh, like energetic and happy to see us, and they just 
love spending time with us, and I like spending time with them, too. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the front door. I'm going to cry. <laughs> what, oh my gosh. what would you say, is this something you look forward to every summer, Chase? Uh, yeah, I really like this camp. I'm going again in two weeks. And I've also, I forgot about this one, but I've done lawn work for an elderly center. And that was fun, too. And what would you say is your expertise in the area of lawn work? Uh, Mowing or trim or? Uh, pulling weeds, Pulling probably. weeds. Oh, that's a good one. You can come to my house, too. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. So volunteers, as we've talked about already, Christy, volunteers for LSS serve in a variety of ways. Uh, both Chase and Skyler have, have you know, given great examples of how they've served, whether it's interacting through through games and, and activities or setting up for that, decorating for that, making the, you know, the room festive for a Valentine's Day event or doing lawn work, yard work uh, to keep the place bright and fresh. Volunteers serve in a variety of ways, whatever their gifts and talents and uh, abilities are. I was just going to say that are. very thing. These kids today are so talented. I mean, they will come in and share their musical talents. They will come in and teach our residents how to use Facebook and social media. Um, I mean, just that they just, it's just different than our generation, mm-hmm. Andy. I mean, they're so technically advanced and they're not nervous to get on the radio and do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just amazed. It literally brings tears to my eyes. They well, have I so like, many talents. I like what Skyler pointed out that she learned something Mm-hmm. From the residents, she learned how to how to play Wii. This wasn't something she had right. done much before. Now, yeah. granted, you mentioned you know a bunch of the other kids knew how to play Wii, but, <laughs> right, right. but and, go oh, ahead. Sorry, I also I just remembered one other experience I had with Care Camp when um, last year we went to a senior center and we. Uh, paired up with the APA and we walked around with dogs and we got to go visit all the people there and that was really nice because you could see they were just overjoyed to see both like dogs and kids. And kids. <laughs> That's a say? great combination. Sellers, yeah. Great combination there. Puppies and munchkins. Yes. Yes. Puppies and kids. It's, uh, it's, it's always uh, rewarding. Uh, always fun. What, what would you say has been... Um, the, the results are the, the response from residents when people like youth, like care camp come. Um, what's the response from, because I can imagine, you know, I'm thinking some, not naming any older family members, but. <laughs> or in-laws, please, please, please. Not, not naming any, but I could, I could imagine from, you know, some of my, the older generations of my family, the thought of a bunch of middle school or high school students coming around. Some might think. Oh, I, I don't know. That's going to be noisy and not any fun. Now, first of all, I have to say the crowd today has been a lot of fun yes, here in the have. studio. What's been the response of, of residents uh, in their interaction with, with these volunteers? Well, a lot of times I don't I don't get to hear from them right away, but um, the staff will call me the next day or the week later and say, oh, the residents are just going on and on about it. And something else that we haven't talked yet about today is field trips. So our residents go on a ton of field trips, and oftentimes I will use youth volunteers to go with us. So, for instance, we tour Bush Stadium every summer, and I need 20 kids to push 20 wheelchairs all around the tour at Bush Stadium. What a fun day for everyone. But those residents, they do, they talk about, because when you're being pushed by someone for four hours at Bush Stadium, you get to know them pretty well, right? (laughs) So those residents will come back and tell me or their other staff members how awesome the kids were, um, how helpful they were. I mean, they really, they don't complain. If they complain, they're not doing it to Mm -hmm. me. I can tell you that. 
And what a great idea. Harness all that energy of young people to push wheelchairs. Yeah, because it's not easy. I did it for (laughs) years and years for LSS. It's not easy. Well, yeah, when you're talking about Bush Stadium and all those ramps. There's a lot of ramps. (laughs) Botanical gardens. We've taken kids to the science center. The zoo is a big one that we could always use extra hands for. So, fun stuff. Well... Go ahead. Well, we're just so thankful for you guys for being here today and for all the ways in which you've impacted the lives of older adults and the partnership that we have between Care Camp. Is there anything else you want to say before we go? Uh, thank you so much for having us. This has been really fun. And then we've also, like, not just with the, uh, like, seniors, but we've done many things to help other organizations like Alzheimer's, we just did a lemonade stand raising money for them yesterday, and that was really fun. Awesome. Yeah, find out what you're passionate about and go out and volunteer doing things that you love. I mean, that you just hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Chase and Skyler from Care Camp, thanks so much for coming over and sharing your story about volunteering with LSS. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. Yeah, high five, kids. Thanks so awesome. much. Uh-huh. Well, we have another guest coming in in just a moment here as well. Do you want to give us a, a heads up? Uh, we've, we've talked about little kids serving as volunteers with LSS. We've talked about uh, middle school and high school now as well. Are we moving up? We are. We're moving up. So we're going to say goodbye to our care camp friends. So as they go out, we're going to have our next guest come in. Bye, guys. One last shot at our um, <laughs> plaza here. If you're on Facebook Live, <laughs> you can see the, the all the kids with their signs. Thanks, Chase and Skyler. So we've talked, you know, we've had the little guppies on, you know, younger kids. And then we've had some of our older middle schooler kids on. And now I want to share with you, um, introduce you to Pooja. So that, welcome into the studio. You? How are you? Very good. So Pooja specifically has been working um, and volunteering first off at Meridian Village Senior Living Community, which is in Glen Carbon, Illinois. And she started off as a volunteer, but has a, an interesting story to share about she started off volunteering and where that's kind of led to today. So thanks for being here. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. What first drew you in, Pooja, to to become a volunteer with LSS, what was the the first step? Was it oh you needed a, a you needed to fulfill some requirement for volunteer hours or something else? Yeah, so um, I was at the time applying to medical school, and I to apply to medical school you need so many hours of volunteering and shadowing, and so um, I was looking for volunteer opportunities just to kind of mark that down on my resume. <laughs> but then as I um, searched, I I found LSS through just Google searching and um, I volunteered there and I was overwhelmed with how fulfilling and exciting it was. Um, To me, it was very much about the one-on-one interaction with other people. Um, There's a lot of ways to volunteer and raise money, but you don't always get to interact directly with the people that you're helping. So, So I knew from, you know, the first day I started volunteering that it wasn't just something to check off on my resume. It was really exciting and fulfilling. What was it? What way were you volunteering? What was, what was your responsibility when you came in to volunteer? So when I first came in, it was just to come and interact with the residents with whatever activities they had going on at the time. So um, sometime, my first time there, they had square dancers coming to teach the residents how to square dance. Oh, that's awesome. So I got to go in and I am super clumsy, not very... <laughs> talented dance wise <laughs> but I went in and um, you know some square dances you they require partners so I would go ask if if one of the residents needed a partner or just 
you know, needed a, someone to dance with them. And it was really exciting and fun and just we got to be silly and, and, and you still learn a new how skill. to Yeah, <laughs> and learn how to square dance. So <laughs> So interacting during activities, you get to know the residents. Tell me about the, the relationships that, that were built in that time. So yeah, when you when you interact during whatever activity, a board game or square dancing, um, you get to see a different side of the residents. Because while I'm coming out of my own comfort zone, square dancing, they are <laughs> as well. You know, so you kind of get to build that relationship quickly because you're both kind of in in a new situation that you haven't been in before. Um, and then you know you get to talk to them and hear their stories, and they've lived such amazing lives so you get to learn from them while they are super curious to hear about you and and you know hear what you're doing with your life and where you're going to school and what your plans are so just you know even though you're doing an activity you're talking and getting to learn about each other's lives and so that relationship gets built very quickly and then you can kind of build on that the next time you come and do a different activity were there residents that you really connected with that uh, that you looked forward to coming back and visiting with the next time as well? Oh, yeah. There were, I mean, everyone, I really felt like I got to have a, a great connection with them. But there were a few that really were excited for me to be there, or wanted to hear about me or, you know, excited to talk about themselves. And so the, the ones that were the most excited about that one-on-one -on -one interaction were the ones that I built very close relationships with. Um, and then, of course, you you have acquaintances too that you see just you know walking down the hallway you can mm -hmm. say hi to or so everyone seemed um very happy for me to be there i'm not hopefully they were i but. think they <laughs> definitely were so so yeah putra came in as a volunteer and you know did your time you know kind of volunteered in that way but what unique is to your story and what i hope you can elaborate on is then you went from being a volunteer to being an employee. You now yeah. work for Lutheran Senior <laughs> Services. Yes. So at the time I was volunteering, I had just graduated and like I said, was applying to med school and just working um, part-time jobs here and there to pay my rent. And um, they were very unfulfilling jobs, just, you know, very, just to make money in order to survive. And so when I started volunteering, I really looked forward to that aspect of my day. It was work was something I just wanted to get done with so I could go volunteer and and enjoy that. So um, as the year kind of progressed, I decided I wanted to see if I could find a job at Meridian Village, the LSS organization I was working at volunteering at, because um, volunteering there was so exciting. And I thought if I could just harness that excitement into <laughs> something that was fulfilling and I could you know, stay there full time, that would be really exciting. So I started um, looking for part-time jobs as I was volunteering. I asked the people who I volunteered for if they had an opening to just let me know, you know, whether it was just working at the concierge desk or doing something in the kitchen. Um, and at the time, um, I the person who was working in the pool asked, they opened up a position for a recreation associate. So that's what I put my application in for. 
And I got the job and was extremely excited to go in and work at the pool. Um, I got to be in charge of the volleyball team and helping out with exercise classes that took place in the water as well as on dry land. And then um, we did, you know, all I got to really improvise and, and teach different exercises based on what the residents wanted. Um, so the residents that I worked with volunteering, I got to see some of those same ones in the water, but then I also got to meet new ones who went to the water and, and build relationships with them as well. How do you think your experience that started as a volunteer at LSS is shaping your future, your, your future vocation, your future career choice? How do you think it's, it's shaping that? So I, I always knew I wanted to be a doctor so that I could help people. That was just kind of the broad reason to become a doctor. Um, but working and volunteering at LSS, I learned that there you can help people medically, but you can also help them by just interacting with them and building relationships with them and giving them someone to talk to, you know, just about every, anything. So it, it shaped my um, decision to be a doctor because it's made me want to become a doctor who can really interact one-on-one -on -one with patients, not just become someone who goes in, sees a patient, you know, prescribes a medicine, and I'm out of there. Um, I really would like to be a doctor who gets to um, see a patient, meet their family, and, and help them through whatever medical journey they're going through. Who does not want a doctor like that? <laughs> right, right. I know. I mean, come on. A few years and I'll be your first doctor. <laughs> practice in St. Charles. How, how are you going to hold on to that? I mean, it, we know a medical school is is a, a is daunting. It's a it's a big uh, adventure. It's a <laughs> it's a lot of work. How are you going to hold on to that 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 this passion that you found for caring for others, showing that that mercy for others? How are you going to hold on to that through all the 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 rigor of medical school? <laughs> well, I think through medical school, um, I hope to volunteer because I know that school is going to be very challenging and daunting at times. Um, and I think I'm going to need an outlet or something to, to kind of get away from it, maybe just for a few hours, once a week or, you know, once a month even. Um, so I think volunteering would be an opportunity to do that and still be do something beneficial and 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 exciting and fulfilling outside of medical school. And, and as a medical student, I'll still... Um, be going to see patients and, and shadowing doctors and things at that time. So I'll be able to harness all this interaction and all the things I've learned working with older adults at Meridian um, and put that into patients that I meet with as a medical student. And I think that's exactly what Christy, we were talking about that earlier, that volunteering gives you skills. It gives you the opportunity to, to grow relationships and to interact with people and to figure out, you know, a little bit about yourself and about others. And that translates to what Pooja's doing here. Like she's taking those and, and she's going to be a great doctor. I'm, I'm foreseeing it now. Um, a lot in due to the part of the skills that she's that she's learned and built upon while volunteering. Um, and I think anyone kind of hopes for that, that, you know, they have a career that's fulfilling, that they have a passion for, that uses the skills that mm -hmm. they have. And, and volunteering can help bring that out. 
Absolutely. And I saw Pooja firsthand. I got to go to Meridian Village and and watch her interact with her residents. Um, we were getting ready for the Senior Olympics, and I got to watch her uh, play water volleyball with the students because I was listening to her supervisor tell me how awesome she is and what a journey it's been taking her from a volunteer to an actual employee. And it's one thing to hear that from a fellow uh, coworker, but to go out and see her interact, I was very impressed. And the residents had nothing but wonderful things to say about her the entire time I was there. <laughs> I know they're gonna miss her dearly no. uh, when she goes off to med school, um, but we hope that she always stays close to LSS. Well, I, I, have to, I have to ask about the water volleyball team. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, the Barracudas, do, right? Yeah. Do they dominate? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we, so, you know, we play every Tuesday and Saturday and we always allow volunteers to come in and play with us, get in the water and play. And in fact, the residents really encourage that because they, they say, oh, they'll challenge us, you know, to have people come in and, and play against us that we've never played with before. So we've had, you know, I've had friends come in. We've had lots of volunteers, my age and younger and college aged people come mm-hmm. in and, um, the residents really give us a run for our money. And <laughs> you know, it's very challenging and, and fun. And sometimes after volleyball, my belly hurts from laughing I, so I, hard when we play because we just have such a good time. And and it's exciting um, for the residents to be able to do something physically challenging mm-hmm. that's that's also fun. You know, it's competitive and fun. It's not just going in and doing a workout. I can see what you just did. You just gave Anne-Marie ideas because she's always challenging me with sport activities in the studio. I've taken you bowling. I've taken you golfing. You better get your swim trunks out. Next up is water volleyball. (laughs) I've done it and they are out for blood. Let me talk about that. Pooja, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today here on Faith and Family. It was a pleasure to meet you. It was nice meeting you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Coming up on the next uh, Faith and Family with LSS. Mm -hmm. So that'll be next week, next Thursday at 10 a.m. Um, it's kind of hot here in St. Louis. I know it's a little bit hot elsewhere. So we're going to be talking about hydration next week, why it's so important, um, how you can maybe get some tips and tricks into fitting in water into your daily intake, as well as, of course, a fun recipe. So we'll be bringing that next week. I love that you include recipes. Of I think course. You do that just to keep me happy, don't you? I love everything that we talk about with LSS, but it's great that you include a recipe. Thank you so much, Christy, for coming over today, talking it. about volunteers. What's that phone number one more time? 314-262-8206. Thank you, Anne-Marie. As always. See you next week. Thanks, Andy. Thy Strong Word up next. Listen to Faith and Family Monday through Friday at this time. Faith and Family is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is needed for Faith and Family to continue. Our address is 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can contact us on the web and download Faith and Family at kfuo.org. Worldwide KFUO, on the air, online, and on demand.